This is Ravens Flock Talk Podcast, coming to you every week with their thoughts and opinions on each and every Ravens game. Tune in weekly and join the flock. You are now tuning in to Ravens Flock Talk. I am your host, Brandon, with my co-host, Dan. We are in week nine versus the Minnesota Vikings. As you can see, a little pun on words with this title. Gritty team, gritty city. Due to Justin Jefferson's famous dance, the gritty. But that was all he was doing in the first quarter as we came out with a tough, tough blue-collar win. Another come-from-behind win. And of course, another roller coaster win. Yeah, Brian, I guess this is our identity. It's a heart stopping game once again. So we, we are who we are. And uh, after a bye week, thinking that we're going to come out strong and, and focused, and it was, it was kind of uh, shaky. Yeah, it was definitely shaky. Uh, you know, the nerves again, up and down, but that is what this team is going to give you. But before we get into the game, do that there was a bye week. I just want to reiterate, if you've been following along with us, you can reach us with your questions either on social media or by email. Our email is ravensflocktalk at gmail.com and our social media is ravensflocktalk on Instagram. And uh, we had some some comments on the Instagram after that Bengals game. I just want to get into it, talking about the missed tackles. NBA Honcho said, facts, no machine. Then we had a Bengals fan upset with us. Austin James said, shut up. We won that game and the Ravens didn't. Okay. I don't think Austin realizes this is a Ravens podcast. And um, another person, Infinite, said that all we heard was wrap them up during practice and there was no wrapping up that Sunday. Yeah, it was a tough loss. I tell you what, it felt like forever to get through this bye week watching all the other teams, but we got lucky and we're still in first place in in AFC North, so good thing. Crazy luck. I mean, crazy luck after getting embarrassed and we somehow are still first place (laughs) thanks to the Jets. I mean, and and the uh, Steelers beating the Browns. Who would have thought? I mean, that was a perfect bye week, but you know, coming into this Minnesota game, this was another must-win game. I mean, we needed this win. We needed to capitalize off of the luck that we got after the bye. And my God, we just squeezed it out. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm excited about it. The fans were excited to get back into it. We have a whole two weeks to prepare for this after a bye, thinking that we're going to come out strong. What happened, Brandon? We came out flat. We came out flat, and we let one of the weapons I was scared about, Justin Jefferson, get behind us. Miscommunication, it's its kind of ironic how Ravens, the corners and defensive backs are always afraid of getting beat over the top, and yet they get beat over the top by one of the premier young receivers in the league. Yeah, well, let's go into the coin toss. Every time we lose a coin toss, I get nervous for some reason because I want to come out of the half you know, strong and, and with a lead, but not to be. So we come out in the first quarter, and uh, Bateman's looking good, Brandon. I mean, he, he had a nice first down. And, um, and another thing I noticed was on a, on a run by Lamar coming out the gate, he actually slides. Can you imagine that? Yeah, you know, as the commentators say, Bateman has now become Mr. First Down. I mean, over the middle is his bread and butter. You just hope that he can somehow stay healthy, but so far, so good. And it's funny, too, with 
you know, mentioning this receivers, all I've seen on the Facebook, Ravens Facebook groups is all this talk about Odell Beckham. Should we get him? Should we not? Listen, it's not going to happen. And why would we? We have the receivers that we've always been dream dreaming of, especially because of last year. Why get a guy that we don't need and then ruin our potential first round pick with, you know, getting experience and getting playtime? It makes no sense, Ravens fans, for all of you that want OBJ it would make no sense. Let's let's not even get that into the equation. Bottom line, we don't need that distraction on this game, on this team. I mean, so for, you know, forget him and let's just move on with the receivers that we have and get them better. And Bateman, to me, is going to be the real deal. You know, I was really worried he had aggravated his groin again. He was questionable for the game, but it looks like uh, in the first quarter he came out strong. And not to mention, Sammy Watkins is out. So you put him into the picture. I mean, we're looking deadly, but we have bigger problems on this team. The receivers are actually one of the strongest parts of this team. But going back to the game, Lamar, a terrible call on him on fourth down. We got bailed out with that horse collar. The guy grabbed him in the middle of his jersey and pulled him down. I guess the refs couldn't see, but you know, when a player falls awkwardly, they're gonna nine times out of ten, they're gonna throw that flag. I'll take it, Brandon. We we need all the luck we can get in the first quarter because we come out so slow and so flat. So yes. hey, I'll take it. We definitely needed it, and we should have capitalized on it off of it with a beautiful oh. throw by Lamar right in the bread basket of Andrews, of all people to drop it. You know, he's the last person you would have expected. Mr. Reliable, yeah. you know, what happened? Uh, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, he had a good game, but, uh, man, to to just, like, knock the top off in the beginning of the game with that would have been great. Yeah. Had a bad feeling, but here, we, we kick a field goal with another Mr. Reliable, Justin Tucker. Yeah, we start off, you know, 3-0, a little bit disappointed about that, um, and you just had to wonder, is this going to be another game of missed opportunities? How are they going to respond? Because for some reason, I mean, the past couple years, if the Ravens started out flat, the entire game they were going to be like that. They had no drive. But this year is different. We've it seems like every win we've had, we've been coming back and and you know putting our heart into everything to come back into games and then win it. And we did it yet again. Yeah. So here we go. Here's the. Vikings first series, we have a bye week, we're rested, we're looking at film, we're concentrating on tackling, and we're saying, okay, let's see what this defense is going to do, Brandon. We're going to come out strong, and what happens? Dalvin Cook, you know, runs up the gut, you know, you're thinking, oh my gosh, where's the linebackers, you know, what's going on? You're thinking they're just going to keep running this drive down our throats, and then Kirk Cousins throws it over the top. Yeah, 50, throws it over 50 the yard touchdown. I mean, yeah, 50-yard yeah, touchdown. 50-yarder. Yeah, but they're, they're running all over us. Uh, tackling wasn't an issue at that point, but we let ourselves get beat over the top. Yeah, yep, and then Vikings, I mean, um, and then after that Vikings touchdown, Jackson has a miraculous throw to Bateman, just kind of running towards the sideline, a little Mahomes action, and just flings it, and we get a first down, a little luck, but we didn't get any points off that drive, unfortunately. So definitely a slow start offensively in this first quarter. And Vikings end off the first with a long Dalvin Cook run for 66 yards, just gashing this one defense. Yeah, don't understand it. It's just not Ravens-type play, but it is what it is. Yeah, but, you know, I, I will say not to just 
beat the defense into the ground, though. But one key guy is I want to give credit to is Josh Bynes. Man, do we need – I mean, it's amazing how we let him go. He went to our rival Cincinnati, and then he comes back here, and we definitely need him because Queen is up and down. And then in, in Ravens fashion, off the field issues, Harrison gets shot in the leg. So thank God for Bynes because with Fort out – and Harrison out now. We need some linebackers. I can't agree more. I mean, he has been the, the anchor. He's helping these rookies, especially Patrick Queen. Yeah. And uh, what, what can you say about him? He's been a beast. He's been out there, and he was all over the field on this game from sideline to sideline. And it makes you think with all the struggles that we had on defense, what took so long? What honestly took so long to get this guy involved in the rotation? But second quarter... Vikings go for it on fourth, and, oh, man, you're thinking this is the break we need. Ravens get a stop finally, but a Chris Board pass interference call. Uh, uncatchable ball, too, by the way, but, I mean, this is the NFL, and uh, Vikings Vikings go up uh, with another touchdown. So it's not looking good at all for this offense or the defense. Absolutely. And then we go on the next series with the Ravens. And then Bateman, again, comes comes to life, gets a first down. And then what do we get? A holding penalty backs us up again. Yeah, you know, Big, Big V, he likes to do that on plays that end up in very good positive yardage. I, I don't get it. You know, he's beat and he just pulls the guy by the shoulder. I just don't get it. You know, if you're beat, you're beat. You know you're going to get called for that holding. And just think... I mean, in a crucial moment, you just can't have that. And this offensive line is so up and down with the injuries. It's expected. But, man, it's like, come on. And Lamar seemed like in the in the beginning of the game, he was just running for his life, trying to do anything he possibly could. Yeah, you know, my thing is we just seem not to be able to adjust in, in the game itself. You know, it's one thing about halftime, but within the game, within the quarter, we need to do some adjustments on, on some of our play calling. But then again... Here's the Vikings. They have their series next. And what do we do? We stop them on third down. So our defense comes to life. And then here, let's talk about special teams now. Where they kick off. And what do we do? We run into each other. You know, uh, number 21, I think is, a, what is it, West Westry? It's uh, either Westry or, or, or Stevens. I can't remember. But, but they run into each other. We get lucky. The ball doesn't hit anybody. And we still have possession of, of the game yeah you know if that if that ball hit our uh, and any disaster. one of those guys the game would have been over would have been sure. disaster yep in the first half but so. you know dan mentioned the play calling um on that holding it's funny it was like a third and 14 or 17 and we throw a screen pass and i'm just thinking you know me and dan have always talked about this for the past couple of years is we don't implement screens enough like these premier quarterbacks do and just let the receiver or running back do the work. And we were thinking, or I was thinking mainly, why not do that on first down? And ironically, that's how they got Hollywood in this game, by screen passes. And it's funny seeing him being physical and give out stiff arms, and we need to do that more. If if a playmaker is not in the game, you got to find a way to give him the ball. And the easiest way is a screen. Why not do that on first down, especially with the running backs who are shaky? We're not the running team we used to be, so yeah, we need of, to do that. Yeah, think about it. Hollywood was absent in the whole first quarter. He was just non-existent. 
So we're first saying, half, really. Well, the first half, yeah, yeah, the first half, and we're saying, you know, you got to get him into the game and and screen passes and short passes to him over the middle or or screens. That's the way to go to get these guys involved. Yeah, and you know, after that third down stop, we get the ball. Lamar throws a sidearm. Just kind of seemed like he was just careless with the throw, rushing it. Uh, overthrows a, a Freeman who, if he caught that ball, he would have easily got a first down. And then he gets sacked offensive line. He actually didn't get sacked, but he kind of threw it out of a sack. But the O-line's not helping him at all either. So it, it just was like very shaky. And you knew that we needed to score before halftime before this got out of hand. Yeah, you're still having Lamar do his thing, running around, you know, making first downs when he can, being Mr. Superman at all times. But that I call I like to tell Brandon that's called like a lazy pass. You know, you got to step into your pass, use your fundamentals, and go from there. But you know that's critical on this guy who's having an MVP year. However, you want him to do everything possible with the fundamentals now in his passing game. Yeah, you know it, it's you got to think too. Like he is so fast. He kind of reminds me a little bit of like Russell Westbrook. He's got one speed. You know. And he's trying to avoid getting sacked with his O-line injured and shaky. And he's trying to do everything. He's just playing at a fast pace. And sometimes he just needs to slow it down a bit. But, man, it's somewhat, you know, aggravating to watch this offense with Lamar running all over the place. It just seems like sometimes it's not, and there's no structure to this offense. It's just him running around, trying to do anything he possibly can. But then again... We kind of need him to do that to win these games. Yeah, absolutely. We're so spoiled with him because you know you're never out of the game when you have him. Devontae Freeman, he, he did okay just before half. He started having some runs and doing his thing too. So that was good to see running hard and running through the gaps. But uh, basically it was the Lamar show on the running game again. And he was close to getting the 100 yards as they were saying. He's he's just a beast. It, it, in terms of the running, that's going to be every game. He, you know, he's going yeah. to be the number one rusher for us every game. Yeah. And uh, you know, the another problem too is after Lamar, we we had a turnover on downs and stuff. We can't get off the field on third down. This defense, every third down, it seemed like the Vikings were convert were converting for the first, and that's a problem. You got to get the offense off the field because then the defense gets tired, and now you're just running a race to, to catch up. You yeah, know, so true. And and we 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 were just flat. We were just flat coming Very out flat. of a bye, and you're hoping for all kinds of innovation, uh, but didn't happen. Did not happen. And to make matters worse, Lamar throws a pick. He throws a pick, so you're going, oh man, this is this is like a loss for sure. But it's funny enough, honestly, as bad as these games have started or been progressing into halftime, you still have some we're belief. Still, yeah, we're still in the game. <laughs> I we, mean, the we, score didn't reflect how poorly we were managing the I game. Know. Vikings really game. messed up because yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, when you when you have them on your back heels, you need to capitalize. And we got lucky that after that pick, they just got they had a field goal on that. Yeah. For me in the first half, the two luckiest plays that we had to keep us in the game was that special teams when the ball didn't hit them hit hit them and we were able to get the ball back. Yeah, we we you know in, so. in order to win some games in this in this league you got to have some luck. But we finished out strong with that Freeman catch near the sideline, forces 17-10 at half. I don't know how it was 17-10. Mm -hmm. 
But you knew we still had a shot. And like and like we were just saying, with this team, you know, you're always you always are in the game when you got a guy like Lamar. And he's proven it. I'm glad because that was his not just his model, but this team's model that we can't fight from behind. And I think because of the way we can throw the ball and all the weapons now, we're not just relying on the run anymore. So, you know, we have shown some uh, versatility yeah. on this team. I had to laugh because uh, I was teased Brandon about the, the coin toss in the beginning of the game because I'm hoping that we're going to get the ball out of half, but not to be. So here you have the Vikings coming out, and we had some momentum going into halftime. And then they come out. Let's see what happens. A kick return for a touchdown. Kick. I mean, how many times have we seen that? Oh, my gosh. Not, Not often. <laughs> Not, Not often at all. So, boy, what a deflating um, feeling out of halftime. Two scores. Two scores now. We've got to fight down twice as hard now. Yep. So now it's, now it's a game, and now it's a 50-50 coin toss as to what's going to happen for the rest of the game. And to give Dan credit, you know, he's always screaming, just kick it out of the end zone. Why Why give them a chance? And we just talked in previous episodes too, not just kicking, but with punting. They don't punt it out of the uh, out of, of bounds to pin these teams back. They want to bounce it, get it on the one-yard line. I mean, it, they just, it seems like special teams now just makes it so much harder for themselves for no reason. Yeah, I don't even want to just pass that by. I don't understand on special teams why you would take the risk especially out of halftime and you're not in the lead to actually have something bad happen kick it out you got the best kicker in the league go ahead and kick it out of bounds in the end zone i should say in the end zone so that you get it on a 25 yard line and here here's the result a touchdown now now what and not only that you got to think of everything that happened in the first half you're lucky to have it 17 to 10 mm. and you finished with something good going for you with that touchdown so don't even give them a, a chance to build any sort of, you know, mo momentum. Just kick it out of bounds, get your defense on the field, and, and see what you can do. So we get the ball, and then we shoot ourselves in the foot with another holding to make it second and 20. And we had a, we had a few of those second and 20s, yeah. making it so much harder for ourselves, especially off of positive yardage. You know, second and 20, you're man, we... And so instead of a you know a, a, a first and ten or a second and six, it just makes it so much harder. And the commentators were saying too, it's such a big difference. Obviously, yeah, both teams were having penalty issues. It just seemed like Ravens for some reason, and maybe it's because we're the fans of them that in critical situations they were getting these these penalties that were just kind of deadly and sending them back backwards yeah. instead of forwards. But, you know, we we knew the importance of that drive, and we had to go for it on fourth, and Freeman got it. And then then became the Patrick Ricard show, where Lamar throws a sidearm under duress to Ricard. He bumbles over people. You know, you're not tackling 300 pounds running full <laughs> speed at you. And it was funny. He had a linebacker on his back. I mean... And then we just kept feeding the big man, um, and eventually it ended with a touchdown. It was cool to see... You know, it's, it's always nice when a fullback gets some love and ends it with a touchdown. Yeah, you know, for the first four or five games, um, I'm reading on the Ravens site, you know, he didn't get much touches, but now all of a sudden, this was his his breakout game. This was this was his game to this, this game. So good to see him do what he does. He's a versatile player. Uh, after the catch, he was 
rolling people over, and that's what you want to see by a 300-pound fullback. Yeah, and you know, he's so uh, valuable when you think of this offensive line in terms of blocking. Um, you, you need a guy like that, especially with the amount of injuries that we have, and you never know which offensive line is going to show up. So he's just so valuable. And you know, he's so you just, versatile. I want to see him in the passing game more often on the swing pass. Yeah, like we that. honestly, in terms of fullbacks, have been so, so lucky. lucky. You know, you think of Kyle Huchek, you think of Lorenzo Neal, um, uh, Vonte Leach, Vonte Leach, yeah, our Vontae. Super Bowl year. So we've had some good yeah. fullbacks in this franchise, and he's definitely going to be. I love that guy, up there. Brandon. I love that guy. He's so versatile. Can do anything. Defense, offense. They have. He can do everything. Yeah, and why not a third and one? Because I've always been sort of skeptical yeah. with their play calling. With Instead of Lamar, Lamar running, yeah. just give it to him. I, I mean, I, he's like William Perry on the Bears. Yeah, I don't understand the play calling in those situations and putting Lamar at risk like that all the time. I understand. Let him scramble, you know, on second down and do his thing. But when you're third and one and third and two, give it to your to your horses. Give it to your running yeah. backs. Give it to your fullback. Let him take the punishment, not Lamar. I, that's that's I will, the franchise quarterback now. I, I will credit Greg Roman for keeping the defense on their heels and giving it to your fullback because nine times out of ten, defenses are not expecting the fullback to get the ball like that. So after the Ricard touchdown, uh, Ravens, uh, we, we get some luck off of a pick play called on Justin Jefferson. So they have a second and 20, but then they pick up 18 yards. So it's third and two. And we stop him, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then the Vikings throw a cat out of the bag with a fake punt. Ugh. And we had him. We had him in the backfield. That would have just been the momentum shifter right there. Missed the tackle when he gets the first down. So, you know, credit Vikings for keeping us on our heels because they knew the, the severity of the situation. They needed to try something. And it, it seemed like we were prepared, but we just missed the opportunity. Well, let's not forget though they they were we our offense was on the field a long time and yeah. they were getting tired in the third quarter, so that was the good part about the Ravens. We kept them off the field. They're getting winded, and this game is still close. Yeah, and luckily, you know, we ended up forcing the Vikings to punt still on that drive. So for them, that that didn't really amount to anything. Ravens get the ball back. We go for it on first down, and it seemed like both teams were going for it on fourth a lot. And um, then, you know, we pass it to Andrews, and then Lamar has a scramble for 11 yards to end the third quarter. So we're still in this game. It's going to be another gritty game, as, as you can tell. But, hey, that's Ravens football. No win is really pretty with this team. So we start out the fourth quarter, and uh... – now it's uh, Baton, I mean Hollywood, I'm sorry, Hollywood gets a nice pass for a first down, and then uh, Bateman gets a first down, and now Freeman is coming alive in the running game. So we're getting our, our run and our passing uh, offense in gear in the, in the fourth quarter, and uh, next thing we know, there's Duvernay in the back of the end zone with a one-handed grab. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice grab. I was surprised that he held on to it and had his feet in. 
Um, it seemed like our running game really picked up in the fourth, which is really when you want the running game to wear down these defenses, take time off the clock. And Roman, I mean, to his credit too, he started out the fourth with a trick play with Freeman having a little flea flicker action. Uh, Lamar just couldn't dial up the pass to Bateman. So both teams were coming out with some uh, wild play calling. Uh, it was it was nice to see though you know after the second half to be picking it up because yeah, man, I like to see we, some innovation finally yeah you know? so so you like some to trick see plays something. and stuff it reminds me of Belichick and what he used to do in the fourth quarter third quarter after a bye week coming up with all these trick plays and also I don't know what took so long for Hollywood to start getting into the action because they need to get him early on going in the first or second quarter not in the third and fourth. Yeah, he has a tendency to kind of disappear, disappear, and I don't know if that's him not getting open or Lamar or not. I mean, he always looks to Hollywood, so I don't really know what it is, but he is our number one receiver, but it, it, it is kind of worrisome when he disappears from games or a whole half. You know, you need him to be engaged throughout the entire game, and not to mention on that Duvernay one-handed grab, that drive... We got lucky with a Hollywood screen on third and fifteen, and it got a first down. Exactly. For, I mean, that well, is always, that is we're luck, always calling for the screenplay. So. I, I get it, but not on third and fifteen. <laughs> I mean, just I know we got the first, but my God, that is so lucky. I don't understand that play call. I mean, unless you're very confident, and I guess they were because that was their first look. You know, it's not like Lamar was looking around and he just dumped it off. That was their first read, and he got it with his speed. I guess, you know, they didn't want to risk an interception. I, I don't know, but very questionable play calling, and the luck was just on our side that drive. So it, it, not to mention we ended up with a lucky one-handed grab. Yeah, true, but I, I'm, I'm happy with our passing game now with the potential that we have going yes. down the stretch. Now that we have Bateman healthy, and if he can stay healthy, and, and Hollywood and, and Andrews, I mean, and now Sammy Watkins, if he comes back <clears throat> strong, that would be nice. Yeah, and the defense really picked it up after, you know, letting up big plays after big plays in the first half. Queen got a nice backfield stop. He's pumped up. We almost pick it off, off of Cousins. Um, I think it tipped off of uh, Justin Jefferson's hands, and Tavon Young had a nice tackle to force a punt. So, and then we go back on offense, another screen to Hollywood. It just seemed like this was just a screen game for him. Two good runs back-to-back, and um, Lamar had a nice uh, designed run just short at the one, and then Bell punches it in uh, for, for the touchdown. It seems like, I mean, <clears throat> it's only one yard, so in that sort of sense, Bell's running style is kind of good in that case. Um, but I like him running hard. He hit yeah. that hole hard, and he, is and hit he or kept missing. grinding his his legs going. He kept his legs going, grinding in, and, and it's good to see. And let's not forget, all this time we're talking, Lamar is doing his thing on every other play. I mean, he's keeping plays alive for the passing game. He's he's using his legs. He was phenomenal this game as usual, and we are spoiled with him because you're never out of the game when you have a Lamar Jackson on your side. Yeah, and now you're just going, all right, defense, you know, step up, end this game. And Cousins with an incredible 41-yard pass to, of all people, the fullback on third down. Like I mentioned earlier, third downs, we cannot get off the field. They were going to go for it on fourth most likely, you know, because th this is the game. You need to tie it up. But, man, it's, it's concerning because good defenses get offenses off the field on third down. 
Dalvin Cook then had a huge run in the red zone, and they were kind of shaky. You know, you're going, man, are they just going to not yeah, score? Are yeah, they're they not going to punch it in? Yeah, let's go back. You know, my exact words to Brandon at that time was, are you kidding me? A fullback against Clark on that play? And now in the red, they're in the red zone with a two-minute warning. You know, this is the game. And why are we worried about the defense when it's a Ravens team? And that's what we're known for. But I'm, I'm worried, you know, all of a sudden yeah, you, on defense. I, honestly, not to beat a dead horse. It is what it is. You know, this fan base knows what this defense is. You know, they are not as good as maybe the stats say or, you know, as our identity says. It is what it is. We're, we're not going to be a team that gets sacks. You know, we might get a pick here and there. But it's going to take every and every, any and everything for this defense to come up big. And it's fourth down. You're one play away, and they let Jefferson off of a, like a lob pass towards the sideline. I'm going, man, this game's going to go in overtime. Because I mean, after that, they're definitely going to score. You know, but it was just so disheartening to see them fight hard in the red zone. You're one play away, and they let up a first down again. Yeah, still, though, they're gritty. And they're they're fighting. Yeah. And, and I know that the Vikings defense on the other side was tired as well. But so we weren't giving up and we're fighting to the end. We're at home. Mm-hmm. We had a bye week and a little bit of more rest. And I'm feeling somewhat good, but still worried because you know these are the heartbreaking games that we always have with the Ravens. Yeah, Vikings tied up with Adam Thielen touchdown. But you know, I will say coming into this game. I'm like, man, they got a lot of weapons. Even though Kirk Cousins is their is their quarterback, he's, you know, middle of the pack quarterback. They got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and our corners are shaky. So and our our now our our run defense is shaky too. So you got a good running back and two threats. And I give the defense credit because Justin Jefferson and Thielen didn't really have huge games. You know, we kind of held them um to a decent game. They didn't not one really shined over the other. So I, I credit the defense and our defensive backs to really not let it out of control like we did with Jamar Chase and the Bengals. Yeah, that, that was a disaster. So you're hoping for the best. Um, the only thing that I was disappointed with is that the Vikings had a lot of injuries coming into this game. They're starting center. They're starting safety. So you're saying, okay, we should be able to run over them or and pass because their starting safety uh, was out. So... Uh, with COVID, so unfortunately, you know it's but, a tough game. But and- you got to think, and looking around the league, I mean, this year or these past couple of weeks has been the weeks of the backup quarterback. Yeah, and you look at the Cowboys. You look at you look at all Aaron these other Rogers, teams. The, the Green Bay. Yeah, Jordan Love, even though he fell short, but you know, there's a lot of backup quarterbacks that have been winning games, and oh, yeah. it's the next man up. It's the next man up. So. Even though injuries, and look at us, we got all these injuries. I know opposing teams are saying, how can we lose to the to right, Baltimore? To the Baltimore. You know, how can we lose? So we go into overtime, and Freeman is just, he's yeah, well, first shining. Of all, again, you go into overtime, let's back up a little bit, Brandon. Coin toss. Over, coin toss, yes, as I always we know, say. coin toss. All right. We get now, lucky with we it. We get lucky, and I'm like, okay, this is, our, this is our day. This is our game now. And then Freeman is running hard, and... Hollywood catches a 20-yard catch out of the gate. Freeman hits another four yards on a, for a first down, and we're rolling until until Lamar. He just it's a tip pass in and yeah. it just picked off, and it's just like oh, sucked all the air out of the room. 
because we were we were you know it's looking like we're about to score a touchdown you know just like the Colts game just go right down don't even give the other team the, the chance to get the ball and uh, can you imagine how the fans were in the stadium at home when yeah. that happened? I know that stadium was quiet. But again, too, as soon as we got on defense, they started yelling back up because yeah. you never know. You just know with this team, there's there's always gonna fight. They're always gonna fight. Yeah. So and that's what they did. Exactly. They, they exactly they fought and we got that ball back. And and we knew and I knew when we got that ball back, it was gonna be over. Then there was no way we were gonna lose that game. Because the defense stepped up big. Yeah, exactly. And well, the, the, their defense was tired at that point when they didn't score. Then I said, "Okay, this is a really good chance for us." They're tired, and and then they were also making mental mistakes too with twelve men on the field. So it was just not looking good for Minnesota. You know, they are a team known for choking and falling short. And uh, you know, you go back to the famous game, the the snow game the back and forth between these two teams. And uh, it was just like, which team is going to mess this one up? And Minnesota again messed it up. And I know they hate us now after this one because this was a heartbreaking game for them. Absolutely. A heartbreaking game. And, uh, you know, we just ended off not to, you know, go all into each and every play, but, you know, Hollywood comes up big. Great catch, yeah. And uh, Tomlinson comes up with a nice catch as well on second down and, Freeman is doing his thing, running hard, and next thing you know, we're in field goal range, and guess what? Again, we are spoiled because we know is if you get this anywhere close within a 50-yard range that our Justin Tucker is going to nail it. Yep, and that that was the game, you know, an up-and-down game, a game we're now used to seeing with this team. Uh, nice to get away after that horrendous game, and especially because of a bye, you know, it's still concerning coming out flat after a bye. You don't like to see that. But we got a short week now playing uh, Miami, a team who knows if Tua's going to play. I don't know. I hope he does, honestly. But whether it's him or the backup, this is one of the games where I'm the most confident. Um, I mean, the Dolphins are just a bad, bad team. And we got a couple of easy gimme games coming up that we need to capitalize off of. And outside of us, man... You know, um, OBJ's gone off of Cleveland. Cleveland comes up big and beats Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, they go from first place to now last place, which is wild. And at the time of this recording, Pittsburgh's going to be playing tonight, so go Bears. But um, crazy, this this division is always neck and neck, but we got some breathing room, um, especially if Pittsburgh loses tonight. So you just hope for the best. You hope these guys can get healthy. It's sad to see Deshaun Elliott is now out for the season with a torn, I think it's a pec and bicep. So, you know, that it reminds me of Ray Lewis in 2012, and somehow he was able to come back for the playoffs. I don't know if Elliott will be able to do that, you know, this late in the season. Who knows? But next man up again, they're looking at Stevens to fill that position. But it's just like, man, Elliott now, you know, he was one of our best tacklers in the backfield now we have to fill that role so yeah and he was a leader too back there so that's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt but uh hey we're six and two there's a lot of afc teams six and two we we're in control of our own destiny yep and uh we just need to take care of business and we need to get better and each week this is what harbaugh says let's get better each week well they're gonna need to because we're gonna have some division games coming up Mm -hmm. and that was what was cool about the schedule is we had 
uh, non-division games coming. If we could be in this position and, and get some experience now under our belts with some of these rookies and get healthy more than anything, maybe we have a chance going in the latter half of the season. And this is why I named the title Gritty Team, Gritty Season, Next Man Up, because that's what this team has showed. That's what this city is about, blue collar. You know, we're not L.A. We're not flashy and flamboyant. You know, we're rough and tough. This is Baltimore, and it's next man up. And I think, honestly, every injury seems like it just motivates this team even more. They just always will fight, and they play behind Lamar. So it's nice to see. And I don't know if anybody's heard, but Ravens tried to get a chance at Xavier Howard um, for, from the Dolphins. Uh, Adrian Peterson was thinking we would pick him up due to all the injuries at the running back position. So Ravens, we are, we are trying, and we know the, the situation at hand that we're dealing with, but we're going to go with our guys, and we're going to, so far, so good. You know, so far, so good. So short week, let's, uh, let's go in and let's beat Miami, and let's keep this thing rolling. This is Ravens Flock Talk. Please tune in on the next episode.